Good day, everyone. Welcome back to the 23 Podcast. Parker Kern here along with Father Jeff McBeth. Father, how goes it today? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks. You know, um, again, just a, a great time of year right now with uh, with the fall foliage and obviously here at the church, so much great going on. And, uh, you know, it's the the second best day of the work week, in my opinion. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's Thursday. Yeah. So... Um, obviously Friday's the best, right? Mm -hmm. They, they, uh, they really just go in descending order in terms of my ranking of, Mm of, um, of the days. What what are your thoughts? Yeah, I guess because I have a different sort of, uh, work week, so to speak. Yeah. It's a little, uh, it's a little different. So, um, I'm off on Mondays and so like Tuesdays for me are like Mondays. So instead of getting a case of the Mondays, I get a case of the Tuesdays, Mm -hmm. I guess. You get the Monday um, scaries instead of the Sunday scaries. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, so Fridays are good, but as opposed to like being like this relief, like oh, the week's over. Yeah. Um, you work all weekend. Yeah. So there's a there's a there's a shift there. Right. Um, and depend depending on um, what thoughts I have or don't have together for a homily, like. Friday could be actually really anxiety provoking yeah. <laughs> in a sense, like, oh crap, I need something. Mm-hmm. Um, Come Holy Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it's just a little, a little different flow, you know, for me sort of gearing up for uh, the weekend and always wanting that to be the best that it can. And, and, um, you know, sometimes on Saturdays we have, you know, weddings, mm-hmm. uh, funerals, things like that. But, you know, I, I also like that to try to be a, a time where I'm not, you know, um, right, right. Give the time where I can just keep going over it, sure. you know, and things like that. Um, so ultimately, you know, I just continue to be amazed that God supplies, um, because he's so good and, um, it's merciful on, on the poor people who have to listen to me. But, uh, um, yeah, so it's, I have a little, just different, a little different flow than, yeah. than other people, I guess. Although, um, yeah, there's people who work weekends, you know, in other ways, and right. you know, they kind of have a different kind of flow to their their week or their month. Yeah. What What do you What's your favorite thing to do on your like Mondays when when you're? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I usually um, uh, visit with mom either Sunday night or Sunday evening or Monday evening. Nice. Um, yeah. Visit with friends. Maybe try to relax a little bit. I'm like super boring when it comes to like recreation, and so <laughs> I don't. Uh, I try not to spend my day off like exhausting myself yeah. with activity. You don't go to the pickleball courts and right and tear it up. Yeah. No, um, yeah. So I just try to I just try to like lay low and kind of relax a little bit. Um, Love it. You know, kind of kind of recharge a little bit. That's great. That's that's really good. That's that that's Sunday afternoon and evening for me. Yeah. After the the weekend, because I mean. Coming in here and and doing Saturday night and then Sunday morning is the best part of the week, but afterwards you do it, as I'm sure you are. You're kind of a little fatigued, right? And you need a little time to to gear back up, right? Yeah. And I try to as much as I can for for me because obviously in addition to my work here at the church, I also am uh, you know co co owner and uh, founder and president of my own digital marketing business with marissa and uh in addition to that i teach at bowling green adjunct so i have a lot going on yeah i do but like tuesdays are the days that i try to keep Mm. relatively 
kind of flexible, not necessarily, you know, there's a lot of times where I am very busy, but those are, it's, it kind of is a weird time to take off, Mm -hmm. you know, but Sunday afternoon is really the kind of the peak of, of the relaxation period for me. Well, I think it's appropriate. You know, it's the, it's the Lord's day. It's a day of rest. And I think it should be a time, you know, when, when we're, we're taking a breather, like for you and I, it's maybe a little more like, yeah need for it is perhaps more obvious just because we've been uh you know doing all the masses mm-hmm. you know over the saturday evening um and doing sunday morning you know with weddings and on the afternoon all these kind of things but i think for everybody you know we're, we're that's really meant to be a time where we're taking a breath um you know i it's anymore i mean people are obviously calendars are more and more filled and constant activity and oh yeah um you know you throw in sports which you know I'll, I'll refrain from my thoughts on that about sports on sunday uh but yeah it's uh it, we're really meant it's, it's meant to be a gift to us you know to oh, be yeah. able to take that that breath i mean you know like if you read you know in genesis the lord rested on the seventh day like i don't know that god expends energy <laughs> like we do there's really no need for god to rest you know, it was uh, it is for us giving us an example. Yeah, right. You know, it's not like after six, you know, quote unquote days, God's like, well, I'm really tuckered out. I'm going to take the next day off. You know, um, but right, I think He was giving us a model, you know, and and how to how to spend that uh, a little Sabbath time. So, yeah. yeah. Some even the other day I was talking about you. Know, how do you how do you Sabbath? I'm like, I don't never considered that to be a verb before, but uh, yeah. It's an interesting way of, of thinking about it. Well, add that know. to our dictionary. Yeah. Of, of words. Well, I think, I think, well, I, think I, I think it's in there already, but as a oh, noun. Oh, well, yes. As a, as a noun. As a, yeah, as a, well, a verb, noun. Yeah, now it's a verb. Yeah, how, do you, say, how do you Sabbath? So, how do you Sabbath? How do you Sabbath? Yeah. Oh, that's that's a good hashtag. Yeah. I like that already. Yeah. Use that. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, maybe a good good question for all of us to, uh, to ponder today. Yeah, and ponder on Sunday especially. Yeah, especially when you're Sabbathing. When you're Sabbathing. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. Mm-hmm. So speaking of the Sabbath, Father, not only on Sundays do we have a lot of events going on here, but we have events pretty much every day of the week. How about we uh, discuss that a little yeah. bit today? Um, a couple of things I wanted to uh, uh, to highlight. Uh, th- there is on Thursday a connection point. Uh, if you're not familiar, this is about an hour-long session where some of the staff, we just uh, try to give you the, the story of the parish and... Um, why we do what we do. And, um, as I say, you know, there's a, there's a more convenient way to register for a parish, but we actually care about you too much to let you do that. Just register online, for example, and we never see you and you never see us. And so we want, uh, want to meet each other. Yeah. You want to connect. Yep, exactly. So they're usually on Sunday afternoons, but with the whole faith formation piece, you know, this fall, um, we actually are kind of doing something different, and we're, we're hosting one on Thursday, uh, October 11th at 7 p.m. And so, um, Thursday is the 11th, isn't it? It's whatever, <laughs> um, as I'm talking about this, uh, whatever that Thursday is. I just get my, uh, It's the 12th. Oh, the 12th. The 12th. Yep. So, yeah, Thursday, sorry, everybody, Thursday the 12th is... Uh, is connection point, and so if you're new, um, want to come part of the parish, you can go to 23.church and register, and we'll see you in the atrium, which is in the Parish Life Center, so the older part of the, the buildings, if you're not familiar. Also, um, 
we're trying to solidify our group for the Guatemala mission trip. You know, mm-hmm. this is for adults. There's been a long tradition of that. Father Herb did a great job of getting that started, you know, with kind of our, our uh, mission that we have a connection with, uh, San Lucas down in Guatemala. It's been five years since a group has gone down there because of COVID and everything. And so uh, we'll let the group get a group together February 17th to 24th of next year. And so there's one more meeting, especially for those who are really interested, and that is Monday the 16th at 7 p.m. here at church. So if you're thinking about it, um, I hear it's just life-changing. Yeah. Um, So, uh, yeah. It'll be it'll be great. I know there's been a lot of trips thrown at the parish maybe recently with uh, Holy Lands and things like that. But uh, I think this is a unique opportunity, and so if you if, it, if that strikes you as something you want to um, learn more about, just let me know. We do have that meeting October sixteenth uh, to Monday at seven p.m. And then uh, as maybe you've seen in the bulletin, because um, one of the great outreaches that our parish does is at Christmas time we have that giving tree. Sure. To provide, uh, you know, gifts and things for uh, people, families in need. So um, the dedicated people who have been who've been doing that um, would really love to pass the torch. Okay. Uh, and so, um, looking for some other people to step up as as leaders uh, of that and to um, continue that great ministry moving forward. And so maybe something else to. Pray on, and if you feel called to, to learn more about that, uh, let us know in the parish office, and we'll get you connected with the right people. Because yeah. um, not everybody can do everything forever, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's, we have so many parishioners here, and, um, you know, there's a lot, of, a lot of ways to give. And so this might be, uh, this might be your time uh, to, uh, to step into that, that role of providing for um, a couple of others have a— have a good Christmas. Yeah, it's it's one of the most powerful things to come in, like the third and fourth Sundays of Advent, as it really starts to get, you know, crowded back there right. with all the gifts. And obviously, we know that Christmas is not just about the gifts, but for some people, you know, that need a little something, right, right to to have for their family or their kids, it 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 means all the dif- it makes all the difference, and it means the world. So yeah. Uh, yeah, is... it's a tremendous witness. So yeah, maybe even thinking about stepping into helping to coordinate that, you know, even have that that visual in your in your mind that does it does make a difference. It really does, really does, and so and so many things here do. Yeah. Uh, so we appreciate uh, your consideration of that in advance, and uh, thank you to those who who might come forward to help. So Father, uh, switching gears now over to the scripture. Yeah. So. We're on the 27th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Um, there's only uh, 34 Sundays in Ordinary Time, that last one being Christ the King. So as far as the, yeah. the numbered uh, Sundays, there's only 33. So we're getting up there. Is that any significance with Jesus' age? I don't know. That's a good... Because he was 33. Yeah, right? maybe providentially when you you know factor in how many weeks are in a year and you take out you know things like Advent, Christmas, Lent, Easter. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to investigate that. Yeah, I'm gonna you know here's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to message uh, Sister Pat McLean tonight. Oh, you know Sister Pat, she's yep. uh, at the Vatican now. Yep. And so I'm wondering if she could maybe put in a word to uh, Pope yep. to see if he think, would know the answer to that. Yep. Maybe. 
I don't know. Or, you know, probably Wikipedia would say something. But Yeah, one of those two. <laughs> yeah. You determine which one you want to uh, right, believe. To. Yeah, more, yeah, yeah. And we'll so. take a poll. Um, <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, we're, we're getting toward the end of our liturgical year. And uh, as we even talked about last week here in the gospel, we're actually getting into the end of, of Jesus' life right. here on earth. Is, you, know, you mentioned uh, how old. And um, our passage today is right on the tail of our passage from last week. So, again, um, what we know as Palm Sunday uh, has already happened, and Jesus is in the temple, and he's teaching, and uh, the chief priests and the elders are, you know, as they have been wont to do, uh, are challenging him and, uh, and his authority and, um, and what he's been, been teaching and everything. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, Hear another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard, put a hedge around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a tower. Then he leased it to tenants and went on a journey. When vintage time drew near, he sent his servants to the tenants to obtain his produce. But the tenants seized the servants, and one they beat, another they killed, and a third they stoned. Again, he sent other servants, more numerous than the first ones, but they treated them in the same way. Finally, he sent his son to them, thinking they will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to one another, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and acquire his inheritance. They seized him, threw him out of the vineyard, and killed him. What will the owner of the vineyard do to those tenants when he comes? They answered him, He will put those wretched men to a wretched death and lease his vineyard to other tenants who will give him the produce at the proper times. Jesus said to them, Did you never read in the scriptures, The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone? By the Lord has this been done, and it is wonderful in our eyes. Therefore I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people that will produce its fruit. Another heavy, heavy yeah, you know, and message. So, mm-hmm. and along the same lines, right? As yeah. as last uh, Sunday, um, again talking to the same the same crowd, and so another uh, parable to enable them to um, the opportunity, anyway, to hear what he's really saying. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the thing about parables is that there's an opportunity to enter into it um, and what the message is, and there's an opportunity to just like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. You know, or or just blow it off because it's not a a direct teaching. Although he kind of hits it hard at the end of what he's really yeah, what, he's, he's, what he's really getting at. You know, and so another another uh, parable about the vineyard, which again represents Israel and the kingdom of God, and who's working in the vineyard, and um, and just how they how they handle all that. Like we've had like you know three Sundays in a in a row now. Um, today, you know, uh, as we hear, it's more a lot of it's about producing the fruit. Um, yeah. you know, and challenging them. Um, you know, last week it was more, you know, there's, there's people who've, who've been sinful, you know, and have to have a change in life that are going to get into the kingdom before you. Um, and now he's basically saying you haven't, you haven't really borne any fruit. Um, you know, and that there are people who do bear fruit are, is what, what I'm really looking for. Yeah. Again, and last week we talked about following through right right and and following through now on following through and bearing that fruit right and and watching it 
come to fruition. But, you know, you just don't grow fruit. You just don't look over in the garden and it's magically popping. You, there's a process mm. to it, right? Just like there's a process to everything. You have to put the seeds down. You have to tend it. You have to, you know, make sure it gets plenty of sun and water. And then it won't be, a, you know, snap of the finger, you know, overnight. Oh, great. Look, I have all this fruit, right? It's more of, oh, you know, n- the next season, right? Six, nine, 12 months later, then you have the fruit, right? That you, that you um, have been taking care of every day since it was, you know, started since you started the garden one of my favorite parts of um my fiance marissa's uh parents house is their garden Hmm. they have a wonderful uh her her mom and her dad both have a separate garden and they like to compete for who's who's is better right but it's always when they when they plant right it's it's always toward you know the spring or even sometimes the you know the fall before right the things are planted and then all of a sudden about August, all the stuff is. I mean, it's it's uh, it's a real barn burner over there with with all the all the things that they they bring out of the ground, literally. Um, but it, it, that stuff wouldn't happen if they didn't continually follow through. Mm-hmm. And I know that we have many folks who have their own gardens here, and we have beautiful, um, you know, flowers and. That's amazing. Things with, here. It's uh, amazing what the people do around here. Oh, for sure. But but again, that would not be what it is if not for constant follow through. Yep. And that's what a tremendous example that is of Jesus saying, "You must bear the fruit." Mm-hmm. And it's not just okay. Well, I want fruit. You know, I, yeah, you could go to Costco and you know, like you mentioned last week, you need bananas. Okay, well, we can we'll get you some bananas. I'm sure if you planted a banana tree in your backyard, you'd, you'd have to feed it and water it and make sure, and all the things. And, you know, in 12 months, you would have bananas, right? But the act of, you know, creating the fruit, making it out of nothing, right? And taking kind of Jesus's example on that and saying, this is what I've done. I've produced this, you know, by myself for the good of myself and others. Yeah, it's even at the beginning of the parable. It says there was a landowner planted planted a vineyard, put a hedge around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a tower. So like God's done His part. Yeah, you know it's like He's kind of set this all up for us, and He's um, asking people to be stewards of 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 His creation, basically, and what He's what He wants to um, have come to bear. And so you know these there's tenants who are just caught up in in their own desires or whatever um you know who aren't really tending to the bearing fruit they're just wanting to take for themselves and not do it for the good of the the landowner um you know who obviously they don't they don't care about um like with two weeks ago um that line i i read that you know the you know with the ones who came in at the you know the first hour then the you know the different times of the day because they didn't want a relationship with the landowner they just wanted more money yeah, you know, and so it, they're not wanting to really enter into a, a partnership, you know, here with the landowner. They're just kind of wanting to take for themselves, and they're even like killing the people that you know are coming to get the produce. And of, of course, you know, when the, the landowner sends his son, that's you know a reference to to Jesus. You know, yeah. the, the father sending his his son. 
Um, and you literally told them he gets killed, and they were all like, what? Yeah. Like, he was foreshadowing his own death. Right. Yeah. Which, which that that's a whole nother podcast. Right. But, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. That'll come up. Yeah. Come up. <laughs> I'm sure it will. Yeah. Um, yeah, like in Lent and stuff. Um, yeah, but another example of a parable that it lets you enter into, like, the depths or not, you know, depending on, yeah. um, you know, whether whether we enter into that or not and have the... Uh, kind of open our, our ears and, and if you follow to, through on really listening and engaging yeah yeah then they, they they recognize that you know that the lord will um you know get rid of them and give them the people who will produce its fruit right you know but they there was no like self-reflection in that like oh wait maybe he's talking to me about that you know mm-hmm. um but um yeah i, I was just remembering too um you know we we're talking about this last week um, on Tuesday, um, Jesus went to the cross for those people who he's, who he's talking to right now. Yeah. You know, and he even said, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Um, so again, it's, it's, it's easy to, to kind of, if you don't want to kind of disparage them too much, I guess, or cast judgment, you know, who knows what happened after this, you know, in their own life. But, um, again, that, that call for us in our own life to, to follow through, to bear fruit and to recognize that we're just stewards of, of everything that God has, has given us and God has given us everything. Right. And that we're, we're called to use that in a, in a good way. Uh, the gifts, the opportunities, the resources, everything, uh, to, uh, to produce fruit, you know, for the kingdom. Yeah. One more quick thought. Uh, my, my grandma on my mom's side used to, uh, say when we would have a big dinner, right. She would go through the process and she was like, at this point, like 85, 90 years old, still making all this stuff pretty much by hand by herself. And she, you know, we'd all sit down to Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner and she would, you know, we would say, this is so great. Thank you so much. And she said, I get no more joy than seeing, seeing everybody eat, Mm. you know, what I've, what I've prepared. And again, what a great example for us to, you know, bear that fruit that others can share with us in. Right. And, all those things, growing those relationships, using those gifts, using those talents, using those resources that we have to really build fruit that does not just feed us, but feeds all. Yeah, and I think as Jesus indicates that the, the the Lord is pleased with that too. Absolutely, and that's the best thing. And speaking of pleasing the Lord, Father, <laughs> would you mind leading us in a little prayer? In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Mighty God, we... Thank you for all that you have given us. Uh, help us to remember um, that everything that we have and are comes from you. Um, give us your grace to produce uh, the fruit that um, that you've made us for, uh, that you desire to bring about within us um, for the good of, of those around us, for the good of the church, for the good of the world. Um and help us to just always lead with a, a joyful and a, and a grateful heart. Send your peace upon us and supply what we need this day. God, we love you. We thank you for your love for us. Sustain us this day and each day in that love, in the Holy Spirit, and through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father, thank you so much. A decade of podcasts. Wow. Number 10 today. Nice. Thank you, Parker. It's been great. Yeah. We'll keep on marching along. That's right. We got we got a lot to go. And, so. and hopefully bearing fruit. 
bearing many much fruit. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Father, thank you, and we'll see everybody this weekend, and we'll talk to yep. you next Appreciate week. it. God bless you all.